0: um hey there welcome to the spawn can talk about anything episode 39 probably i don't know um yeah i don't know because i stopped counting and, and uh, like a year ago when i started this i didn't think that i would still be doing this a year later but here we are, um, as always, I am Melanie with two L's because the spelling of your name doesn't change from one week to another. <sighs> Boy, it's just me. We don't have a guest. Um, do have guests in, waiting in the wings, but this one, um, I kind of have to go in on it alone. <laughs> so I am recording this on um, <laughs> February 1st. 2022, a.k.a. the day that the whole fucking world stopped spinning for me. Um, I was going to do an episode on, you know, that treacherous game that took the Buccaneers out of, of you know, Super Bowl contention. And then this rumor that Tom Brady was retiring uh, started. And then Tom Brady was like, wait a minute, I haven't decided yet. So, I feel like I know Tom Brady pretty well. We're the same person essentially, except he did it on the field and I do it from, you know, my couch or, you know, sideline, whatever. <laughs> and I really thought that he sort of stopped the press because he was going to announce that he was not retiring yet. I was really not prepared for this. I thought that Tom was going to announce that he was going to continue playing until, um, you know, through his contract, which would have brought him through next season and that would have been it. And that would have been fine because I would have been prepared for it. Well, probably not because if you listen to the show, you know that it started out, uh, affectionately named the Tom Brady variety hour. So, um, I'm yeah, I really didn't I, I don't think I ever would have been prepared for this retirement, but I would have been better equipped for it next year when I would have known that you know, there was a contract coming up and the, that he's always said he was gonna play to 45 and that was gonna be it. And he is gonna turn 45 in August. So hey, I mean, today he decided to break my fucking heart like a no man has ever broken my heart the way Tom Brady did today. And all he did was say, uh, I gave you guys 22 years of my life. Thank you for supporting me, but I have to go and take, you know, take care of my family. It is basically what he said. And I think that's beautiful. It's something that I've always loved about him is that he never put his family on the back burner of anything, even when he was playing and he always showed tremendous love for his family, and um, I think all children should have a dad like Tom, who's so proud to show off his children, and and um, he's just so proud of everything they do. In fact, his daughter's so intelligent at nine years old, she told her daddy not to throw the Lombardi Trophy off of the boat, but uh, as the story goes, he did anyway. So, Tom Brady is no more. <laughs> And there is a fucking clock in here and it is ticking so loud. You can't hear it. I can hear it. It, It's like, you know, for all these seasons, people have been making these father time jokes about Tom. And I'm hearing this clock ticking and it's like tick, tick, boom in my fucking head. I feel like it's just. It's ticking on me, or something like. Ta- father time is going to get me. I'm going to wake up tomorrow, going to be 45, and I'm going to not have accomplished anything. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to let that happen. Nobody who loves Tom Brady as much as I do is going to allow something like that to happen. But that's how it feels very much right now. Um, yeah, I had to go in on this one alone because, um it's just so emotional. I'm just really, this is just me venting. This is just me venting. So anyone who's listening, um, thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening this far. Cause I got more. Um, so, so my friend whose name is definitely not Bobby texted me today and told me that the podcast was late. So as I was saying, the podcast it is, pro- it is probably late, but it, it's not, it wasn't intentional. It's just that game happened. And then the retirement rumor. And I was just kind of waiting to see, what was going to happen before I kind of grabbed the microphone and just started freaking running my mouth, which is what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, it is a little late and I'm sorry about that for anybody who's like a diehard listener, like Bobby, who for some reason (laughs) knows when it's late. Uh, anyway, so that game didn't go the way I wanted guys. (laughs) It really didn't go, um, the way that I wanted it to. Obviously I wanted the Buccaneers to win and I wanted Tom Brady to face Jimmy garbage. I mean Jimmy Garoppolo. Um <laughs> that didn't happen. And I just I have to say it and everybody's going to say oh you always no I I have to defend him. Tom Brady de- did what Tom Brady does best and he led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a comeback. There there was potential to push to overtime there. They could have got it back, the ball back. That is and if the defense had done their job, but that didn't happen. And LA ended up going in for a field goal. So this game was by no means a blowout. They lost by a field goal, which just counts for three points. It's not even technically a score because a score is six. So they lost by three stupid points. And LA is now going to the Super Bowl. And as much as I love Los Angeles and I call it, you know, my home, that's where my heart is. I hope they fucking lose. You took away two more weeks of my favorite football player of all time. My inspiration, this person that I look at. And I think if you can go from 199 and become number one, I can do any fucking thing, anything. And every time I watched him, I really believed that. And it really made me believe in myself. And he knows that. And I'm so Grateful and glad that he does know that because I really like to thank people who inspire me. Um, and you know, I have Tom's autograph on a picture from when he played in New England, and I have it on my jersey, which he sent me for my birthday. And I paid for none of this. It was all out of the greatness of his heart. And this is just me letting all you haters, because there's so many haters out there, know that Tom Brady at his core is one of the most decent human beings I have ever encountered in my life. I paid $0 for his autograph, but you're welcome to go on the internet and pay at the very least 3000 for the same thing today. Um, so I can't imagine what mine would be worth because it's older, much older, but that's not the point. I'm not here to talk about signatures and what they're worth because I don't give a shit about that. It's, it's priceless. The thought is so priceless that he cared that much is so priceless to me that I just think, I just think he's a fucking oh, phenomenal human and I'm really going to miss him. I've been, you know, looking at tributes to him all day and crying. And Oh, by the way, I have a big announcement to make at the end of this episode. So if you're still listening, you might not be, cause I'm just rambling. Um, you do want to stick around cause I have a Big announcement for you. Huge, actually huge. Anyway. So Tom Brady's done. He's done, but he is walking away the greatest of all time. And it's really hard for anybody to argue it. And people will, I've seen people on the internet making comments like, Oh, Tom Brady, when they, when they recite his accolades, they should re- remind people that cheater should be on that list. Absolutely not. I'm sorry, but like, I can tell you at least six different theories that would acquit OJ Simpson right now. And I could give you about a hundred that, that proved that there was no reason for a quarterback to deflate balls because the deflated ball is only good, only beneficial, um, for short hand passes. And Tom Brady is not really, or was not, (laughs) a shorthand passer so th- there was no way that that benefited him uh by the way it's really hard to say tom brady was but just to add some salt to the wound i checked his wikipedia page and it does in fact say that he was an american football player and it's frustrating um <laughs> it's, it just hurts it hurts it's like pouring salt in the wound but it is my fault because I looked it up myself because I am a freaking neurotic weirdo, and um, yeah, I don't know. So let's talk about Tom Reed's career. The the listen, he was drafted 199 overall in the sixth round by the Patriots, and nobody ever expected him to, to do what he's done. I mean, if you don't know what he's done, there's a great deal of that information on Google. And I'm going to fill you in on a lot of that or some of it anyway. Um, you know, but he's done so much for somebody who was um, so discounted and so just, they didn't believe that he would ever do anything. I mean, I'm looking at his scouting report right now and they say things like does not throw a tight spiral, uh, skinny things like this. None of this mattered in the end. And this is a lesson that Tom taught me. Um, Will always finds a way. And so what he did is he, and he said it so many times you've heard the story. I'm sure was that when New England, you know, gave him sort of a shot, but not really, he worked so hard that the day that he would get his shot, they would never be able to take the job away from him. And that's exactly what he did. He went out there, drew Bledsoe got injured. They put Tom Brady in the game. Drew Bledsoe recovered. He never got his job back. Tom Brady kept that job for 20 years and Went on to then quarterback, of course, for two years. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, unfortunately, it didn't end the way I wanted it to. I wanted him to end on a Super Bowl, and that's what he wanted to, and it didn't happen, but that's okay because Tom Brady is walking away with seven Super Bowl rings with two different teams. No one's ever won seven Super Bowl rings, let alone on two different teams. Um, Tom Brady ha- alone has won more Super Bowls than any of team in the NFL, which isn't insane. He's just this one person. Um, You know, he was honored at NFL 100 a couple of years ago for being one of the greatest quarterbacks of the last hundred years, along with, Uh, Peyton Manning. And I can stop hating Peyton and Eli now because Tom's not competing anymore. So (laughs) I'm just going to stop pretending that I dislike Peyton and Eli because they're so funny. It's ridiculous. But now I don't know why I'm talking. But you know what? I'm talking about Peyton and Eli just to distract myself from the facts. Um, Ben Roethlisberger. Retired like two weeks ago. And I actually was on Twitter saying, Oh, you know, this is like making me prematurely mourn the end of Tom Brady's career. I had no idea that two weeks later, I would be mourning the end of Tom Brady's career. So, five years from now, class of 2027, Tom Brady will be eligible for the uh, football pro, f- pro football hall of fame in Canton, Ohio. And I will probably be, bleh, <laughs> I will probably be first in line f- for that induction. Like I'll be screaming and yelling like a maniac. But anyway, since there's so many people who want to, you know, point out all the shitty things that Tom Brady did, which by the way, it's all fucking politics and bullshit. If you ask me, um, <laughs> let's go over some, just some of the things that he accomplished, uh, you know, besides, Ten Super Bowl appearances, two of which he lost to Eli Manning, um, and seven wins. So Tom is ranked walking away from this game, and he ranks all time in passing yards, passing touchdowns, wins, win percentage. Like it's kind of insane. Pro Bowls. He he doesn't play in the Pro Bowl, and people think that hey, this is a snob thing. Pro Bowl is not really a real game. It's not for anything, and it's just a risk to injure yourself. So why play in it? You don't need to play in the Pro Bowl when you're wearing seven Super Bowl rings. Super Bowl appearances, no one's been 10 times. No one's been even close. <laughs> Wins, obviously. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, most ever, five times. Five times Super Bowl MVP. Three time notable. I mean, it's not a record or anything, but three time league MVP. And if you ask me, um, considering he just came off one of the best seasons of his entire career at 44 years old. He should be getting MVP again, but it looks like it's going to go to Aaron fucking Rogers, which is horrible. I think he's such a horrible human and yeah, he's a good football player, but he's a horrible human being. And I don't like people like that anyways. So, uh, you know, he, he finishes first also in conference uh, championship appearances. And I'd like to point out he's appeared in conference championships in both the AFC and the NSC and won them, uh, in both. So that's impressive, you know, playoff yards, playoff touchdowns, playoff wins, just, you just overall, you know, the most successful quarterback of all time, who was expected to be the least successful person, like a real underdog story. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that I really feel like today somebody took my friend away. Um, I always had, you know, every Sunday, if I felt like shit, if I had like a full week where I just felt like I don't even want to get up because let's face it, if you've listened to the show, you knew that there was a time that I battled with depression, debilitating depression to the point that i tried to commit suicide. You know, I was, I couldn't get off the couch. I was becoming a couch and Tom Brady was there every Sunday or Thursday and or sometimes Monday. But I just knew that once a week, I was going to get up off that fucking couch. I was going to, you know, do my hair, do my makeup, get dressed because it was game day and I was playing in that game with him. And I didn't, I would move constantly when he was on the field. Probably the only, only exercise I got for a while. And I just remember feeling like I was part of something, even though I really wasn't, but I felt like I was. And the fact that he knew I existed and cared that I existed made me feel that much more like I was part of this, something so special. And every single game when he won, I would say we won. And I didn't win. I've never won a football game. I can't throw a football clear across the kitchen. Uh, I can't run very fast. We have that in common. I can never play football. But there was just something about this game. You know, my grandpa was a big football fan and I think he liked all the teams because he had sweatshirts for all the teams. (laughs) Most notably, I remember he had this like Dallas Cowboys one and had a giant mustard stain on it. And when he died, I kept it for a while, but I lived in his Michigan Wolverine sweater. And if you know Tom Brady, then you know Tom Brady played for Michigan. So it was like this comfort sweater. And he wore it a lot, too, when he wasn't wearing the one with the mustard stain. <laughs> um, yeah. So every week I felt like I was winning something, even if the only thing I had won is that I had gone through another day. And I really owed that to Tom Brady in so many ways. And for a long time, I couldn't thank him. There was no way. I didn't know how. I you know, I, I had no connection. And then one day it happened and I, and I got to thank him. And I got to do all those things. And now I'm sitting here and I feel like next year for 16 weeks, I can't just pick another team. There's no other time. There isn't no a replacement. I'm not going to get up on shitty Sundays and get dressed. And I'm not going to do that. It's just, it's never going to be the same. Um, you know, Dolly, my sweet cat that I loved, like, you know, she was like my best friend. She very nearly died in October during um a bucks game and she curled up next to me and she just laid there and she was dying and I was like okay you're not you're not gonna make it um I'm gonna take you to the vet but then I'm like no I'm not gonna take her to the vet because they're gonna want to put her down and if she's just gonna die peacefully let me keep her here with me and we watched the football game and to my surprise the morning she was absolutely fine And I thought, wow, like this resilience, like just like Tom, you're so resilient. Like it's so beautiful. And I was so inspired. A week later, the same thing happened during a football game (laughs) and she kind of curled up and I knew she wasn't going to last very long. She's cold. And I I just, I just couldn't bring her to that. And I was watching football and I was crying because I felt super alone. And here I am losing my cat which is so silly and so trivial, but I loved her. Like she was feeling, me. And I am, yes, I am crying right now. And, I, and I'm not crying about the cat. <laughs> I'm crying because I was watch, holding my cat and petting my cat and her eyes were wide open and she was watching football. And it was almost like symbolically Tom Brady was holding my hand through this super painful experience. And I managed to get through it without going back to that state of I'm depressed and I don't want to live anymore. I didn't go back there. I went forward from there. I lost weight since then. I'm, I'm eating TB12. I'm eating healthy. I work out. I'm happy. And all of this because I felt like a man who was throwing a football was symbolically holding my hand through a fucking struggle. Um, you know, one of my best friends passed away a couple of years, four years ago. Um, and Tom Brady, a couple of days later, reached out again, symbolically holding my hand through this painful experience. And they went to the Super Bowl that that year. So what I did, this is just turning into Tom Brady saved my life stories. Maybe I should call the episode that. <laughs> the whole when I was told that he passed away, Tom Brady was going to the Super Bowl. So I distracted myself and I put that on, you know, in the back of my mind and I was like, oh, whatever, he's dead. And I, I pretended like it didn't happen. And um stayed distracted, stayed focused on the game. We lost, we lost the football game and I started to cry, but I wasn't crying because we lost the football game. I was crying because only when I saw them knock the ball out of Tom Brady's hands, did I realize my friend died. My friend committed suicide. My happy-go-lucky, ridiculously handsome, smart, talented friend committed suicide and I never seen it coming and now I don't have Tom Brady to lean on. So I didn't wash my hair for three weeks and stayed on the couch, but I never want to be that girl again. So I just, you know, I, I'm, I try to do my best to live life. Like Tom, I know that a lot of people bet against me and I'm, I'm glad you bet against me because a lot of people bet against him. And I don't, I just don't, I, there, if there are two people in this world that I'll never bet against Tom Brady and myself, so I guess this is kind of me letting, I don't know, my listeners know that Tom Brady changed, saved, inspired my life in so many ways. And that I didn't go into this episode thinking that I was going to talk like this. I thought I was just going to talk about stats and facts. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I hate this cough. I thought I was going to talk about stats and facts and maybe read some stupid mean tweets on Twitter. And instead I decided to pour my heart, my heart out about how painful this is for me, because I feel like I lost a friend, even though he's gone absolutely nowhere. I'm still going to see him doing stuff. I'm still going to be supporting him and absolutely everything he does. He's gone nowhere. It's just that now there are no more Super Bowls to be won and that's okay. That's okay. Because, you know, now that Tom is retired, maybe it's my turn to say, Hey, I'm going to go now and I'm going to do that really great thing that you don't think I'm capable of. And some kid somewhere is going to see me and they're going to be like, oh, well, if she can do that, I can do this. And then that kid's going to do whatever that is. And another kid somewhere is going to go, oh, well, if she can or he can do that, I can do this. And the Tom Brady effect will go on and on and on like, well, sorry about that noise. It'll just go on and on and on forever. It will never stop. And I'm not the only one by any means who's inspired by this man. I'm just sharing my experiences, I guess my feelings, inventing about the fact that I just feel like I like I lost a friend the who has gone absolutely nowhere. Um, Tom Brady is a phenomenal human being. He's a great football ball player, but he's a better person. And um, if nothing else, I hope you take that away from this episode. I really love Tom Brady as a human being. And anybody who doesn't can unfollow or unsubscribe and stop listening to my podcast because it's not for you. <laughs> it is not for you guys. It's for underdogs and people who are bet against and people who are bet against who believe in themselves so much that they're willing to bet everything they have on their dream and follow that shit. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know who needs to hear this. Somebody out there. Um, you have a talent that the, you, think, you think you're think you not good enough for it. You are. Um, yeah. I talk about my grandpa a lot. I talked about him this episode. Tom Brady probably helped me with that a lot too, because I never fully grieved his death. I have not, not to, uh, not to this day. I will never. It is a loss that was so monumental in my life that I don't, Know how I survived it. I was very young when he passed away and very attached to him. But here's the thing I was a little girl once. I know it's hard to believe. (laughs) And I was a little girl who was like, for four years, really believed she was Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. And for those four years, my mom, my dad, my grandma, and everybody else who was an adult would be like, Stop with this. Like, you're not this. And my grandpa would say, leave her alone. And he would indulge it. And I've told this story before, but I'm telling it again, because I really feel like somebody needs to hear it. So he would indulge it to the point that he would become it with me. And I believed that I was Dorothy. I didn't, I wasn't playing. I wasn't thinking. I believed it. A friend of mine, whose name I'm not going to drop, exceptionally talented actor, told me that all great actors, they don't act they become the character. So for me to be a really great actor, which right now I'm probably like, maybe I would say I'm good, (laughs) but to be truly great, all I really need to do is tap into that little girl who believed she was Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. So effective immediately, I believe that I'm Mrs. Andrew Garfield and I'm just going to believe that until it's real, period. (laughs) (laughs) So I know there's someone out there who's like me, who maybe you weren't lucky enough to have somebody foster your dream, but it's there. And you're like, maybe I'm not good enough. Well, if if (laughs) 198 people were considered to be better than Tom Brady and like none of those people have done anything close to what he did. So as he retires today, I really feel also inspired to go out there and be my best self and give my best because talent is about as expensive as salt. It doesn't matter how talented you are if you're not working hard. And maybe that's something that somebody else needed to hear. So whoever you are, if you're listening to this and you needed to hear that, you need to hear this rant, rant, you know, send me a tweet at, uh, a blonde who talks, A-B-L-O-N-D-E-W-H-O-T-L-K-S. Let me know if this resonated with you because I am hopeful that it will resonate with someone because I think anybody who listens to the show, you are amazing. Not because you listen to my show. You're amazing because of who you are. And I'm just, I wanted you to know that. And I feel like Tom Brady is speaking through me right now, which is really fucking weird. Okay, it's probably enough of me rambling about Tom Brady and then somehow veering on to- off topic and making it about me and then making it about my my grandpa, which I' do a lot. <laughs> um I just his you know, anniversary of death was like days ago, three days ago. Um, so his and the friend from a few years ago are on the same day, and then. One day passes and the next day Tom Brady retires. It's a lot of grief. It's called the grief hangover. I'm having a grief hangover and that's what this is. And I'm just, I, I'm venting and that's okay. It's a good space to vent. I hope you enjoyed it because I'm going to shut the fuck up now. I promise. It, well, I'm going to say a couple other things, but I'm going to shut up about all of that. Okay. So, first thing I want to say, I have an announcement. I'm retiring. Yeah, I know. It's really sad. Um. I know you really enjoyed the show all all this time that I've been doing it, but I've decided to hang it up because um, I'm retiring from with a very heavy heart. I'm retiring from fantasy football because I lost the league this year and (laughs) Well, I am retiring from fantasy football and also quarterbacking from my armchair. I'm not retiring from the podcast. I love it too much. I like talking too much. I like to hear myself talk too much, I think. So yeah, I will be back with a guest or maybe I'll be back with more rants, but Tom Brady, probably not, but you never know. That's me. Um, Also, the, the intro and outro music that I use, obviously it's not mine because I don't have music for this show, I don't know how to create music. So if you know how to create music or you know somebody who knows how to create music and you want to create music to go with the show, let me know because I am so happy to even do like a rotation of, of people's music. Um, yeah, I mean, get more creatives out there and get you guys heard by other people. So if you're interested, like I said, my Twitter, at a B L O N D E W H O T A L K S, blonde who talks. Hit me up and I will respond because I always respond <laughs> uh, most of the time. Most of the time I am blonde. So, yeah, that's one thing. Um, second thing, as always, this show is sponsored by the TV12 method unofficially. Un- I can't even talk unofficially. He has no idea. And also, this episode is literally, like, literally, um exactly what you would get on a Tony Aller Twitch stream. So I highly if you enjoy this kind of nonsense. And if you're still listening to this, you enjoy it. I highly recommend um you check out his uh, Twitch streams on Mondays and Wednesdays um to make sure that you know what the time is because he likes to change it sometimes. Follow him on Twitter. Excuse me. Um at Follow Aller, um, F O L L O W O L L E R, and also we are MKTO, Yes, he is one half of that classic duo. And then go follow him on Twitch, which is just we are M K T O, same thing, W E A R E M K T O. No one is paying me to say this, okay? Like it's just genuinely so funny. So join the t- Tony's Twitch streams if you like this garbage that I'm putting out. You're gonna love that. Something always goes wrong. And it's usually the best part of the stream. So yeah, he's great for a laugh and a very talented musician who you can check out. Um, that's just MKTO, just initials, or also Misfit Kids and Total Outcasts, which I'm just gonna say it for him. He feels a little old saying "misfit kids." Authority guys, okay, okay. That's a really he doesn't talk like that. Um, and I think that's pretty much all I got for you this week. So I did a little rant, did a little rambling, and now I'm saying bye. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna. What should I play you guys out with? Let me. You know what? One for for the final time. I'm gonna. <laughs> For the final time, I'm going to play you out with um, some MKTO. And this one is called, I Just Imagine It. And I just imagine it too. Somewhere off in outer space, there's a world where Tom Brady never retires. Take it away, Tony. Somewhere off in outer space, there's a world. Just imagine it